Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Live on a Wednesday morning, the segment brought to you by Consumer Cellular, where they offer the exact same nationwide 5G coverage as the major carriers. Even in bumper-to-bumper traffic, their 100% U.S.-based support is just a call or a click away, plus activation always free. Visit consumer, ConsumerCellular.com to switch today as we ship it on down to the great state of Florida for his weekly Wednesday appearance the man, the myth, the legend, the great Tony Bruno is with us yet again. What up, Mr. Brunos? Good morning, good morning, good morning. And I want to congratulate Bobby De Niro. Uh, it was 47 years ago today that he played a mentally disturbed taxi driver. 47 years later, he is a mentally disturbed former great washed-up actor. Now. for attention. Boom! Take that, De Niro. Bruno just roasted you. Which, by the way, if you're watching, talking to me, Bobby. Exactly right. Talking to me. You talking to me? I'm the only one here. You must be talking to me. I'm not even an actor, and I can read that. I can read my little cards too. But Bobby De Niro can't even read from his iPhone. Uh Come on, man. Uh Come on, man. Bruno's dressed up for the part today. If you're watching on YouTube, nice salute to service, Eagles apparel. What what year is that? The matching hat, though. I got to find the Kelly Green hat. This is a hat I actually got at the Super Bowl in Minnesota when the Eagles finally won it. It says, "I was there." That's awesome. And it has in the Eagle logo there. It has actual lights in it, but I can't find a battery before the show, so I apologize for that. (laughs) What year is that salute to service uh, uh, sweatshirt you're wearing? It's funny. It's the number 11 Carson Wentz one, so what I'm going to have to do now is and now just put Brown up there instead of Wentz. Yes. Right? It's number 11. <laughs> That's right. So this True. is I'm repurposing my salute to service jersey, which was a Carson Wentz one, and now, of course, it's an A.J. Brown one. There you go. Nice. So, Bruno, i got to get your thoughts on a, a, a litany of things here, but I, I do want to start with one of the things that we talked about yesterday, and you put out a great tweet in regards to this story. It's all about what Deadspin wrote about that kid in the Chiefs-Raiders game with the face paint and the headdress on, and you know firsthand what Deadspin is all about. Maybe our audience doesn't know, but you tweeted about it last night, so I'll tee you up for that. Well, you know, the dead, dead spin is an absolute, the bottom of the barrel, a bunch of racist people who only have one agenda to go out and try to destroy people, even five-year-old kids, try to destroy their lives with, with hit pieces. And they finally got called on it. What they did to me during 2020 when I was on the air working on Sirius XM, I had an account with a major gambling company. So that was a really good job for me because I was hired during the pandemic to talk about when there was no sports because Sirius XM said, hey, we need somebody to talk about sports when there's no sports. The guy. So I had a show on Sirius XM. Then Deadspin, some deadbeat writer who happened to be a white dude, came after me and wrote this hit piece. And while I was doing the show, no one flinched. No one thought anything that I said, including Harry Mays, who was doing the show with me, and a whole bunch of people who were working on that show. This guy, two days later, posts these stories and he keeps sending them to all major media he sent them to sirius xm he sent them to DraftKings and anybody that was affiliated with me and of course when you keep putting pressure on big corporations to get rid of somebody even though his accusations were flat and if you read the story he starts it off by calling me a name so anytime there's a somebody calls you a name in a headline you know that that's not a legitimate piece of journalism or somebody actually looking into a, an outrage. So I lost my job, and it hurt my career. And, 
And so I and I've been ripping Deadspin ever since. I tried to sue them, but they told me I would never win in court. Now I've now because they, what they did to this kid, this Karen guy, mm -hmm. Karen J. Phillips, oh, correct. What he did to this five-year-old kid should cost him not only his job. He should never be allowed to be hired. But for people like Karan J. Phillips, professional race hustlers, Karan J. Phillips, you know, Jamel Hill, Bomani Jones, all of these people exist for one reason and one reason alone, because there's always a shortage of racism. They have to they have to make up racism and find things that they deem racism. And it's about time that these people are are are, are paid, are punished for that. Deadspin should be sued, be sued back into the sewer from which it came. <laughs> Remember, it was Gawker Media. Somebody yeah. bought Gawker, and yep. it was it was a wrestler. Uh, what's his name? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan yep. took them down with a yep. major lawsuit. So the entire company, Gawker, Deadspin, all of these other gutter snipes, were all wiped from the face of the earth. Yeah. But then somebody else, absolute bum of the earth, like Karan J. Phillips and Thomas LaForgia and a bunch of other white and black alleged journalists, to go do hit pieces on people. And hopefully this one with that Native American five-year-old kid at the Chiefs game, this will take them down again for the last time. And I'm not a cancel country guy. You know that. Mm -hmm. I think anybody should be able to say what they want as long as it's not libelous or slanderous. If this isn't libel or slander. And the worst, the worst part, and you know I'm outraged. This is legit outrage. This mm -hmm. isn't, I'm not reading this from my phone. Yeah. <laughs> this is coming from here. Yeah. I think Deadspin should be taken down and taken down hard. And I think Karan J. Phillips should be absolutely part of a lawsuit. He should be sued for everything that he owns, which is probably not much since he's working at Deadspin. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Tony Bruno. Bruno joining wow. us as he does. Ooh, he has some thoughts on Deadspin, Nick. Yes. Gawker. Deadspin must die. <laughs> Deadspin must die. I want everybody to open up their windows <laughs> and shout it out right now. I'm as mad as hell, and Deadspin must die, yes. and it must die now. It really pisses me off. It really does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Bruno, i got to get your thoughts on a handful of other stories, but I do because you are decked out in Eagles gear. Um, yes. I want to get your thoughts to what played out on Sunday between the Eagles and Bills, and then also coming up this Sunday, the 49ers coming to town. And I, you know, I'll, I'll just tell you right now, I saw the line. San Francisco's a two-and-a-half, three-point road favorite at a team that is 10 and 1. I think the 49ers are going to come into Philadelphia and win this Sunday. I wanted to get your thoughts on both Buffalo and San Francisco. Well, you know, you're absolutely right, Nick, and I guess, you know, I'm an Eagle fan, but when I saw the Buffalo Bills and the way they played after they fired the, their, their offensive coordinator, I thought they were going to come in and win too. I picked the Bills on my pool and I said, you know what? Buffalo's going to be a problem for the Eagles because Josh Allen couldn't play any better than he did in that game. I mean, he did everything, everything, ran the ball, threw the ball. They were slicing and dicing the Eagles all over the place. And then for some reason, the Eagles go into the halftime and they come out. And by the way, when they came out at the second half with the kick, they didn't do anything on that drive either. So something clicks and the Eagles have this. I don't know what it is. I've never seen a football team and I've seen the best of Eagles teams and the worst of Eagles teams. I've never seen a team do what this team does week after week after week. And of course, the line is. Well, you know, sooner or later, it's going to catch up to them. I don't know that to be a fact, but I do know this. You can't be falling behind every single week and expect to win in the NFL. 
So obviously, San Francisco, this is their Super Bowl. This is their revenge game. Because everybody talked about the Kansas City game being a revenge game. You know, that game didn't mean anything other than the Eagles won a tough game on the road against a team they hadn't beaten since 2009. Same thing with Buffalo. You know, Buffalo came in here. They should have won that game. But, it's you know, you can blame the officials all you wanted. The Buffalo Bills fans and the players were all upset because fans were taunting them from the, from their seats, by the way. They didn't charge the field. And then those guys on tape, the Buffalo Bills players were caught on tape putting their hands on a fan who was busting their chops from his first row seat, the ones that are above the field level, and now the Buffalo Bills aren't apologizing for it. They should have been fined for that. Yep. Um, I, listen, I think that I think there were fans that do stuff. That the fact that they the, they claimed that the fans were threatening their lives. A guy in the stands yelling is threatening a player's life. They were just they were giving him the business, as an official once said. These mm-hmm. fans were doing what fans do. They were giving, and you can watch the tapes. The tapes are all over the internet, and you can hear the Eagle fans. It was a big African American guy in the front row. He was giving him stuff, and then the Bills players come over, and one guy, Phillips pushes the dude, and it's caught on tape. So, listen, I'm not one who wants to sue players. Players, you know, they have to – you have to have – you can't have rabbit ears, especially in the NFL, especially when you're choking away another game on the road. So, to me, that was Bush League by the Bills players. I get they're upset. I get they realize now that they may not even make the playoffs. But that's not the Phillies fans. That's not the Eagles' uh, fault. The Eagles went out and did what they had to do. And, just, and Jalen Hurts went out there and once again showed you that – People knock this guy. They see him sitting on the bench. He looks like he's in the twilight zone. But when he gets on the field, there's some gear that kicks in with this guy that is something I've never seen before. And we've seen all the great Eagle quarterbacks going back to 1960 when I was a young punk kid in South Philly. Mm-hmm. So what what Jalen Hurts has become now, he could go down. Seriously, if he hopefully he stays healthy because we are seeing in the NFL this year, guys, you got to have a healthy quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles' second-string quarterback right now, you know, he has not. Marcus Mariota did not play well in the preseason games, and he hasn't taken a snap yet. Yep. And so the question is, if something happens to Jalen Hurts, and he's had a bad knee and he still goes out there and plays, then the Eagles are going to be in trouble. But right now, they could actually clinch a playoff spot. Did you know that? Did yep. you guys know that? That's correct. That is correct. There is a scenario right here. I have it broken down if you're scoring at home. And if you are, congratulations. It's chilly. Make sure you put a sweater on. I mean, I had to I had to turn the air conditioning off last night here. Oh, oh, yeah. oh good for you, Bruno. Off. It went down to 49. Oh. And now I'm crying like I'm crying like Robert De Niro trying to read his iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying like Cynthia Nixon, who had a five-day hunger strike in New York, calling, demanding for a ceasefire and couldn't last two days in her hunger strike. She looks like she needs more than a sandwich right now. She needs a she needs a an lobotomy. You talk about people. These are people we used to admire. Oh, the sex in the city. Have you seen Cynthia Nick lately? Yes. Damn. Damn. The, the front page of the New York Post this morning, she looks sickly. Oh, she really? does. Yeah. I'm holding it up to the camera right now if you By can way, see. By the way, Robin her. in her nightgown, her robe is behind me now. I don't know what she's doing. I yeah. saw. Robin, don't let that don't yeah. let that robe pop open. Nice. Yeah, let's, keep, let's, let's keep Robin off camera. <laughs> yeah, Robin's on camera uh, trying to fix something. Yeah. And she's wearing a robe. And I hope that robe doesn't slip off. Exactly. That could be. I mean, I, I already. Yeah, there's the Hunger Games. Yeah, I, I saw that this morning. That's when I wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. Cynthia Nixon. Go have a sandwich, honey. Yeah. <laughs> two days. Can't make it two days. Sex in the city. How about sandwich in the city? <laughs> get your ass down and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
Bruno is joining us as he does each and every Wednesday. You see Bruno's wearing uh, the Eagles apparel. He's got the hat and the shirt on. Well, the NFL. And the glasses, the matching glasses. Don't forget Oh, that. I did not notice that. It's a good no, look for Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Green and, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Robin, I'm just saying, might get us to 6,000 on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robin, show us what you got. Robin, Robin, Robin You're beautiful. Austin does not have an OnlyFans account, although we're thinking about it for the holiday season just to try to make it. <laughs> Times are tough, man. Times are tough. And if you're going to purchase any NFL apparel, it's very expensive. Hats going for thirty-five and forty bucks yes. a piece. Bruno, I got to get your take on this. I, I I don't know about you, but I'm so tired of having my sports inundated with social justice messaging and the nfl still hasn't learned their lesson because now they are planning to roll out more left-wing talking point apparel just in time for the holidays where if you go on the nfl's official pro shop you can purchase hats whether they're the winter uh beanie snowman hats or yeah. the nfl fitted hats and you can get like a bengals or a cowboy hat or a Steeler hat and you can have these hats featuring the logos of your favorite team with messages that include economic opportunities, police community relations, <laughs> criminal justice reform, and social justice. Because, Tony, when I go to an Eagles game and I'm sitting next to an awful cowboy fan, the, the one thing on top of my mind is criminal justice reform. Are you kidding me? Wow. It's, it's a, you know, listen, they can do whatever they want. You don't have to buy it. If you don't want it, don't buy it. And by the way, they have end racism still in the end zones year after year after year. <laughs> and, and, and racism isn't. You know why racism won't end? Because of places like Deadspin who want racism to continue. <laughs> yes. Who find racism that doesn't exist. Now, there is racism. Don't get me wrong. And those people should be dealt with severely. But Jussie Smollett and all these other people who get away with hoaxes. They never pay the consequences. So if the NFL wants to play end racism and they keep it up there, what are they accomplishing? Yep. Is, it, it, how, is, how is racism going to end when you got NFL players and NBA players, you know, in trouble with the law? I mean, if you, you, just worry about your own house. Mm -hmm. Fix your own house first, NFL. Yep. You got players being accused, getting cut from teams for, for not even showing up, pretending that they don't care. You got Deontay Johnson in Pittsburgh for the ball fumbles, and then his coach has to say, well, you know, he's got to get more focused. The guy's been in the league five years. Mm -hmm. So listen, the NFL product, it's still the best product out there. The officials stink, we know that. But until you can fix your own house, yep. don't be telling people, don't put mess and racism. I mean, what kind of virtue <laughs> signaling nonsense is that? It's the worst. And you know, on my new show now, I can use profanity. That's why I slip. So it's really, really hard for me right now. <laughs> all that, as an Italian from South Philadelphia, who only talks with his hands, and every once yeah. in a while lets a profanity slip. So keep your hand on the on the dump button. I got there. you. I got you. By the way, the why don't button. you why don't you give a plug for your new uh, your new network there, Tony? And by the way, Nick Kale was heavily uh, featured last Friday night. I saw. On, yeah. On the yes, on the Tony Ooh. Bruno Sports Network. As that was competing. It's not competing with you guys. It's an app. No, of course. And all yeah. I want for Christmas is everybody in Philly and people all over the country and all over the world are downloading it. It's free. Just go to Tony Bruno Sports Network in the App Store, Google Play, and you could take me everywhere except to a Robert De Niro movie for three and a half hours. I'm not going in any three. I agree with you. If a movie's over three hours, I'm out. Yep. If a movie's over two and a half hours, yep. I'm out. Yes, indeed. Just like, just like uh, what's his name, uh, who's now bailing on his Dallas Mavericks in the NBA. Did you see that story? Yeah, Mark Cuban. 
Mark Cuban, all of a sudden, he's got something better going on. And for that reason, I'm out, Mark. Yes. <laughs> well, he's bailing on Shark Tank as well. I think he's out of that as well. It's kind of surprised. They've got 16 seasons of that in the books already. You know, so I got NFL owners like the Carolina Panthers guy. He's bailing on on the NFL too. Yeah, well, he, the way he's running he that fired team Frank. Fired Frank Wright after 10 games. It's an outrage. It is. Uh, I got to get your thoughts on this very interesting story. We've talked a lot about the rise of artificial intelligence and yes. how dangerous it can be. You know, Sports Illustrated used to be when I was a kid in the '90s. You would look forward to that magazine coming to yeah. your mailbox each and every week, and then in January or February, you would look forward to the swimsuit edition. Thirteen-year-old yeah. boys relishing the moment to see women in bikinis. Yep. And for years now, they've been getting rid of all of their writers, like the great Peter King and guys like that, and outsourcing their writing. Well, now Sports Illustrated has been accused of and has denied posting AI-generated stories in their publication in print and online, and they were apparently using not only fake AI-generated writers, but also AI-generated profiles and photos of people that don't really exist. <laughs> it, it, to me, this is the most mind-boggling story of concerning media. We know the media you know, is, is, is fake. It's all fake. These people are not journalists anymore. You know, Karan J. Phillips is not a journalist. People pretending to be journalists, at least AI, is making journalists. They actually can write for Sports Illustrated because they can't. The, the late, great Frank DeFord is rolling over in his grave. All of you people who got your, your, your phone, remember the phones that they used to send you when you got a subscription to Sports Illustrated? The the, 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 the football phone yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the shoe phone and <laughs> the all those other things. Love the shoe phone. Oh, my God. I forgot Love the shoe phone is right. The football phone. Yep. Now, who's going to subscribe to Sports Illustrated when their writers aren't even real people? No, they're you can't AI even troll created them. created phonies. <laughs> and you know they're phonies because they're all good looking. And everybody knows that most writers are slovenly, you know, <laughs> yeah. disheveled, ink-stained wretches. Have you, you ever know, been to no an Eagles way. press box? You can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh a couple of fun who's going to subscribe you know even the well we all know the women have all been airbrushed in the sports illustrated swimsuit edition <laughs> right they weren't ai they had a little artificial stuff here and there but that's you know you're shooting on a beach you get sand in your hair you get sand in body parts you don't see that when the you know the final products there. but that wasn't ai mm -hmm. those were real women those were real beads of sweat on them those were real uh Sweat beat. There were those were real sand all over their legs and stuff. Exactly. Now it's all fake. <laughs> when, are we, when is anything going to get real? Let's keep it real. Yep. As the great Al Ann Iverson, Alan Iverson's mom once said to the media gathered around her <laughs> back during the day of the AI regime in Philadelphia, the great Alan Iverson. Uh, get out of my face with that crazy stuff. You want to keep it real, <laughs> you keep it real with me. Exactly. That? Yes, Look at I that. do. I thought you were going for the soundboard there. I was letting you tee that one up. No, the soundboard's not here, but I got to give up. I got to give up love uh, to. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I got to give up love to uh, to the our, our education secretary, oh, yeah. uh, Mr. Uh, Cardona. Yeah, Miguel. Did you yep. see that? Did you yep. play that clip? Yes, we Yesterday. did. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, the guy's like, in the words of Ronald Reagan, <laughs> we're here from the government to help you. In the <laughs> Ronald Reagan, anybody who was alive or even actually pays attention to history <laughs> knows that Ronald Reagan said the nine worst words you'd like to hear <laughs> are 
I'm from the government, and we're here to help. That's correct. The guy couldn't even get a Ronald Reagan <laughs> nope. quote right, and he's a Secretary of Education. Well, and God Tony, sake. not only did he misquote it, he used it in the wrong context as well. Exactly. <laughs> Ronald Reagan was saying that the government's not going to help you. This guy's saying that Ronald Reagan said that the government was going to help you. <laughs> and this guy's in charge of education. Fake news. Fake news. There you go. That's fake news. It's embarrassing. It is. It's it embarrassing. Is. It really is. I mean, you go down through this entire administration, Tony. They're all terrible public speakers. They're all PR nightmares from Joe to Kamala to Kareen to Cardona to Alejandro Mayorkas. The only guy that ever gets up there and he says nothing and he's the master of spin, but at least he can eloquently speak and string together sentences is John Kirby. Other than that, they're all he's a walking been an disaster. He's an admiral. And yeah. he's been around. He's not just a, he wasn't appointed by Biden. He's been an admiral and a spokesperson for for the Department of Justice, no, the Defense Department, for a long time. So you're right. He's mastered the art of no matter who the president is to go out there and do a tap dance. But at least you can understand him. Yep. But the good thing, though, we now have people in the White House press room who can tell us that they met with Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is going to meet with the president because Stevie Wonder, who I had a conversation with last night, he wants to know why Joe Biden won't meet with Stevie Wonder. Uh, I'm very superstitious, and I think, and I think he's got to go in there and get something Uh, done. I I see what you did there. And the best part is she's asking that question with a KN95 mask on, and people are supposed to take yeah. And Kareem Jean-Pierre, felt he, she legitimately was – I've never seen her more laser-focused than trying to answer that question. Oh, she, yeah. Like, that was the most important question ever presented to the binder. I think if she – I think if uh, – what's the chick's name? The, the She's worked everywhere. She's written books. Uh, April Ryan. Yep, yep. If April Ryan had just mentioned Stevie Wonder maybe two more times – I think Stevie Wonder would have just magically appeared at the dais <laughs> there and pushed Kyank, Karen, uh, Jean Pierre right out of the way mm-hmm. and started singing live like like James Taylor did when they took him overseas with John Kerry. Oh yeah, saying you got a friend in France yep. to bring back the Paris uh, whatever the accords were. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I, I don't know what the accord. What the Paris. Uh, the Paris Accords. No, you got it. Right. Paris, yeah. The yeah. Paris Climate, climate Accords. They had to trot out James Taylor and John Kerry to sing You Got a Friend a cappella in Paris. <laughs> That's how crazy this whole thing it is. It is. Final one for you. And you want to talk about crazy. And we can all relate to this on this show. Dawn works with Parks. Greg works with FanDuel. Tony, you, when, when you were at Sirius, you were working with DraftKings. I love yeah. using all of them. ESPN has now launched their own sports betting out, uh, outlet. Basically, an app, a sports book, um, and it's it's in partnership with Penn Gaming, which was affiliated with Barstool. So yeah, ESPN sold it to ESPN. That's correct. And ESPN is taking a ton of heat for this, and rightfully so, because they are not honoring an Eagles parlay that essentially, if you've ever gambled on sports and you put a parlay together, whether it's three, four, five, twelve, whatever it is, if you hit all of them and then one of them pushes, usually they honor it and. It reverts to a straight bet, or you still get some sort of ca- uh, compensation. This time, though, ESPN did not pay out the winner and canceled the entire parlay bet, and the sports betting universe is going in on ESPN for this. They just launched this new thing, and they look awful in doing so. I, I agree, and I know here in Florida, of course, we weren't allowed to gamble until recently, and now Hard Rock Casino, the Seminole Tribe, controls all the sports. So I actually have a Hard Rock app now where I can go on my phone here in Florida 
and it recognizes me right away. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't have a, a headdress on or red and black paint or eagle paint on my face, hard rock bets. And I don't, I'm not making any money from them, but I'm happy because I can finally bet in Florida legally. Yep. I don't have to go offshore. I don't have to wait a month to get paid. And I, just like you, Nick, I'm playing like 10 teams. And hard rock bets always post every day about people who won $16,000 on a $5 bet. And they post all of the, all of the winners. People are winning millions of dollars down here, and they're playing. And the amount of money being bet here in Florida now that it's legal, at least at the Hard Rock casinos, is unbelievable. And that's why Florida finally has betting, because Florida is bigger than New York when it comes to the number of people who gamble. And so this is a, this is big for Florida, it's for the revenue, for the state. So I endorse it. I'm, uh, you remember. 1-800-GAMBLING. Yes. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLING. <laughs> yes, indeed. But the good thing about these apps, and you know, you, you have to have money in your account. So you can't, if you have $200 in your account, you can't bet $1,000 on a game. And so that, to me, is the, is the, is the good thing about, about legal betting online, is that you can't bet what you don't have. Right, you got to post and they're it. they're not going to, you know, uh, Nunzio is not going to say, hey, I'll, I'll spot you 500 this weekend. I'm good for it. And then break You're your You're not going to have any of that stuff. If you want to do that, go right ahead. Exactly. What a risk getting your, your, your head bashed in <laughs> when you don't pay and you're a couple, you're a couple of parlays down and you got to pay the guy at the end of the week and you don't have any money because you spent it all on Black Friday sales <laughs> and you went you got involved with Black Friday, of course, uh, local shops, local Saturday, and, of course, Cyber Monday, and what's coming up? Giving Tuesday. What do we have today on this What Up Wednesday? Uh, Every day there's something to make you spend money. <laughs> well, no, today is, as you said, it's the chatterbait economy. So now you got to do the chatterbait so you can make more money to shop more this Friday. There you go. Chatterbait. chatterbait. That sounds dirty. <laughs> it is. Chatterbait. That was the site that the Virginia Congresswoman yeah. Democrat oh. went oh, on with yeah, her yeah, husband. Yeah, the woman and her husband. She lost. Who, who that, and she actually lost. How does she lose? How do you lose when you and your husband are concerned? Essentially, performing for the people who want to pay to see a Amen. husband and wife perform. Yeah, absolutely. She was, she was accused of just giving lip service. The good civil oh, servant, oh boy. <laughs> 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 All right, Bruno, uh, get on out of here, man. I hope it warms up for you. I know 52 degrees is a rough day for you, but uh, I'm yeah, sure I you'll survive. I my jeans. I oh. can't wear shorts today. I can't oh. wear my flip-flops. I had to put on socks and my Skechers and my jeans and an Eagles sweatshirt. And a shirt underneath it. Yeah, so, you know, sake. all you people out there worried about an inch of snow, you saw the story, right? 669 days now without an inch of snow in Philadelphia. Meanwhile, it's been 660 minutes since SEPTA actually had running service on all of their lines. <laughs> and actually, that may be longer than that. That's the last time SEPTA did not have all these people not showing up for work and taking people on their, on their morning commutes. 669 days without snow. Is that global warming or I think climate so. change? I think so. That's the question. Which eat less red meat, Tony. <laughs> eat less meat. That's how you if save you it. If you stop eating those steaks, if you stop going to steakhouses, yes. and you just worry, we will get snow again. Santa Claus, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how Santa Claus is going to make it here this Christmas season if we don't get snow in Philadelphia. I agree. I don't know what we're going to do, Nick. We're going to cancel it, Tony, like everything else we're Let's supposed to enjoy. Christmas. I agree. <laughs> Karan J. Phillips will say Christmas is racist. we got to cancel it. It is racist. It is. It is. At least Santa Claus is black now in a lot of places. That's good. <laughs> true. Going to a store. Absolutely want, true. I think Santa Claus, although I don't get the black beard. I mean, because Santa Claus gets old. He's supposed to be hundreds what? of years right. old. Yeah, the beard is so white. Black beard. Yeah, yeah, I figured he would just I look like Morgan Freeman. Santa. 
But Black Santa should not have black beards. Right. Yeah, white should be Santa white. has a white beard and white hair Absolutely. because he's a hundred and something years old. Yep. At least I know brothers look good. I, I know black don't crack, but if Santa Claus, <laughs> a black Santa Claus can have a pitch. He looks like uh, the former Eagles uh, offensive lineman whose beard is always pitch black. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Jason Peters. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah when guys get older, he's still playing. You know, I know he is. He's playing for the Seattle Seahawks. It's an outrage. Exactly. All right, man. Get out of here. Get there out of here. I've read, all, I've read everything from my Robert De Niro issue. Uh, <laughs> I got my Cynthia Nixon and Snow uh, notes in today. And, yeah. and read it better. Yeah, you did. <laughs> there he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Bruno, live from Florida. Good stuff, buddy. I'll talk to you Friday. Thank you, guys. Good there night, Good night. Bruno joining us as he does each and every Wednesday, decked out in official Eagles apparel and complaining that it's 52 degrees. Ugh, oh, I had to take off my sandals. <laughs> I haven't had my sandals on in months. Oh, stop. Zioli loves it. Enough. I told Zioli the sandals return in April. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we will get to uh, Dawn's Big Three, as well as presidential debates that might not happen as soon as 2024. Here's how we save the valuable tradition. Kale and Company, final hour, next. The future of joint pain relief is right here in Philadelphia. It's QC Kinetics, Advanced Regenerative Medicine, it's pretty amazing stuff. Many of you have told me, Dawn, it's like a miracle in my life. So if you've been told that more steroids or surgery are your only options, just hold off a second, would you, and get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can actually harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. And I'm talking lasting relief because QC Kinetics, they don't mask the pain. These treatments actually go to the very root, the very core of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly into your aching joint, restoring and repairing that damaged tissue. So imagine living your life as we come up on the holiday season this winter, no more pain in your knees. No more pain in your hips, your shoulder, your aching back. No drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Yeah. Life is about motion. It's about getting moving. And QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Just call them. Call the local medical professionals. You get a free consultation. Do this today. Just call QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. Kinetics. Tell them Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.